0: Yes, yes. Once again, welcome to another episode of a doorway, another portal entitled beyond words and expression. Today's um, fun subject to be touching upon today will basically be touching upon something that um, I'm sure most of us experience it or go through it. Experience and go through it. Um, I've came across it at some time, or many times, or all the time. And I'm basically going to title or title today's topic is going to be called. Today's topic is going to be called the drive. And what the drive is based on is things that drive us forward. But it's funny because the things that are driving you forward are also the same things that can potentially drive you crazy. It can drive you forward or you see that your, your gear shift is in drive with awareness and knowledge of what you are, where you're at, and how this runs. Or your gear shift can be in park if you're in too much emotion either way, the drive remains forward. And I'll get into what I mean. But today's topic is based upon, or today's topic is called the drive. You know, it's just um, certain things to keep in mind when you're going through certain type of... uh, and it's funny because the drive always comes to you in certain different ways. It never comes to you as a drive. It always comes to you in a way as Oh, is this person trying to control me? Is this person trying to tell me what to what to do? You see it's it's and you see when that voice pops up, you know that it's somewhere within your personality that is not accepting or scared, or fearful of possible change. If that personality doesn't work for you anymore, or you're not really, you don't feel comfortable within that personality anymore, then you have to drop it. know you don't have to be a personality or create a personality that's not what you have to do or be or create part of me it's not what you have to do or create personalities kind of create on their own according to who you're interacting with who you're around what you're around where you're at um things of that nature you know you know your environment people circumstances situations Things like that. You know what I'm saying certain jobs that you may have took. You know, for like if you are like a telecommunicator, when you communicate with people outside your job, with your friends or your family or your significant other, you may know how to talk very well and very direct, and that may create another personality with somebody, where they may take offense to that in some way, somehow. Some of you are seeing, you know, how you operate outside of work. So we 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 become these things, or these operating things in jobs in society. You know, even if you're an entrepreneur, know what your uncle may have told you, what your aunt may have told you when you were growing up. You know, talk to people this way, approach people that way. Present yourself like this. Be like this. Be like that. You know, we create these certain personalities that, um, No, you know, it's, it's, it's beneficial towards certain things, and it's not beneficial towards certain things. And it's just, it's, it's basically just being able to decipher. What is going on within the moment when that moment occurs, which resorts back to the drive? Or are you going to drive? Or will that drive you? Okay, so we all know the um, normal uh, process of this, the sort of normal, yeah, normal way I go about doing this. It's taking it line by line and then opening up these lines individually to whatever channel comes to me. And I speak for it and I open it up as we go along, one by one. Sort like one-liners. But these one-liners are like little short, little, uh, sometimes like little small paragraphs or a few sentences or a few, a few lines but eventually we'll just open up a freestyle according to line by line. Okay, so first line is, or the first doorway is recognizing the vehicles, people, and situations of accomplishment or to accomplish from When the language of accomplishment is talking to you and pushing you, recognizing the vehicles which to to succeed from, what are the vehicles, relationships, feeling joy, feeling happy, even horror, trauma, pain, hurt, turmoil, chaos, bliss, encouragement. these are basically vehicles of accomplishment or to accomplish from the language of accomplishment speaking to you and pushing you these are vehicles which you have to recognize in order to succeed from these vehicles In other words, it's basically saying stop becoming emotional when intelligence and encouragement is speaking to you. And it speaks to you through people and situations. Relationships, joy, happiness, horror, trauma, pain, hurt, turmoil, chaos, bliss, encouragement. All these things push you to do something. It can push you to cause a death. It can push you to go insane. It can push you to remain aware. It can push you to actually listen to what the person may be saying or what the situation may be directing you towards and to actually take that path and take on that path and see what that path is about. Because something is always pushing you towards something. Either she or he is pushing you, pushing your limits saying, well, I see you better as this. I see you can do this. You can accomplish that. You can make this happen. You can take that as a certain type of irritation and annoyance, but you can just simply listen and then consider that in silence with yourself, by yourself, in a silent space within yourself. And say, well, what is this person saying? What is this person? Because remember, these people don't exist. These are different energy forms or different things that you privately and and quietly inside your mind and your private space have told yourself. You have told yourself that you wanted to come to these kind of points of accomplishment or to reach a certain type of goal. Once you set that in place in your mind, these energy forms, which as soon as you set that in your mind, at the same time, simultaneously, you putting that in your mind, energy forms already placed their self to arrive in your life a week from now. Another energy form arrives in your life a, what, a month from now. Another energy form is going to arrive in your life two years from now. Because you have set these markers in place to get to that projection that you want to get to. And you being the present hologram has to make yourself, has to make your way to your projectional self that you project to be and want to be at, or want to be, or desire to be, or desire to become. Which is why it's not, I would say, wise to be too emotional with these people that show up in your life or who have remained in your life and keep pushing you towards something. They keep driving you towards something. If you become emotional, they'll drive you insane. And it's not them driving you insane. It's you driving yourself insane because you don't see that these people do not exist and that they're just energy forms to push you towards a certain goal of yourself that you want to be at But you're taking their personality personal and becoming emotional in return, therefore causing your own stagnation. It's funny how they're propelling you forward, but if you take them personally, you become your own stagnation, and then you get nowhere or don't get to the specific area of life where you want or desire to be in or that which you desire to become because these things were set up in place already so if they're coming to you and saying your wish is my command these energy forms are coming to you and saying your wish is my command and they come to you in the form of your mother they come to you in the form of your girlfriend they come to you in the form of your boyfriend they comes to you in the form of your wife, of your husband. It comes to you in the form of your cousin. It comes to you in the form of your sibling, your sister, or your brother. It comes to you in the form of a stranger, somebody, anybody, anything. And then they're coming to you to propel you forward, to drive you forward. You take it personal, becoming emotional. You begin to stagnate. That is a, a, an example of you stagnating yourself. You know, it's like basically sometimes, I know some people talk about, you know, I want to get money or I want to get this. I wish I could just find money on the side. I wish I could just find a bag of money somewhere and just find it and keep going or whatever. Some people say it's the universe talking to you or, you know, things of that nature. When you hear that kind of phrase, that kind of statement, that's the universe giving that to you. That's the universe talking to you and giving you what you desire. Whatever it may be, I don't give a damn. Whatever universe, experience, reality the anonymity of life, I don't know, whatever. But it's you primarily talking to yourself, setting up these markers for yourself. And say you say, I wish I could just find some money on the ground, or some money on the ground or some, some bag of money somewhere, or a garbage bag full of money or somebody. Nobody don't see that I see. Now why, why don't I see that? I, I need riches. I need finances. I need money. I need stuff to come. I, I just want it to happen. And all of a sudden, one day you wake up in the morning and you go into the supermarket and you're going to get a probably a loaf of bread and some almond milk or some shit, whatever. And you walk into the supermarket, and a lady, you see, as you walk into the supermarket, you see a shopping cart on the side of the car, and a lady takes all groceries out the bag. As you walk into the supermarket, you can see this lady taking the groceries out of her bag, out of, out of, out of a shopping cart, and putting it in her trunk, and then all of a sudden she walks she goes inside of a driver's the driver's side inside of a car and starts the engine. As if she's ready to leave after packing her groceries in the car. But in the same shopping car where she took her groceries out to put inside the trunk and go in her car and ready to pull off, you see her purse there. And you say to yourself, Wait, she forgot her purse. She forgot this, or forgot that. I mean you know what I'm saying, what do I do? Nobody's around. Nobody can see what do I do? Do I take it? Do I let her know? And then you grab the purse and you knock on her window on a driver's side window, and she looks at you to to the left and rolls her window down and says, "Yes, and you say, "Ma'am, you forgot your purse." And she's like, "Oh shit, damn, I wasn't even thinking. Thank you so much for that." And I appreciate that. And then you give her a purse, and then you walk inside the supermarket. Now you get all these thoughts in your head like, damn, you know what I'm saying like, not so good doing that, you know, or this, you know, being a good, a good human or a good humanitarian. That right there could have been the universe, quote unquote, or your mind giving something to you that you just have gave up and you gave it back to it. Because remember, when you're thinking of certain things that you want to bring towards you, it doesn't come in the form of moralism. It doesn't come in the form of a good humanitarian. Morals don't mean shit to it. Because good things happen happen for bad reasons in this reality, and bad things happen for good reasons in this reality. Which means none of them even exist. Good or bad doesn't exist. Good cancels out bad, bad cancels out good. It just is what it is. So, like I said before, that's an example of saying that you want to be somewhere and do something. I just need somebody to push me. I just need to be in the corner. I need to be pushed in the corner. I'm I'm better when I'm under pressure. And then a relationship, your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your mate, your spouse, somebody puts you under that pressure. And all of a sudden, you become emotional. And then you become stagnant within yourself. You've lost your fucking drive. You stagnated yourself. You stubbed yourself in, in your own, on your own So You stubbed on your own toe. You stubbed your own toe. And see, it's these things that we have to decipher and decode what's going on within the moment in order to recognize what's really happening besides what looks like it's happening. What is really going on besides what it looks like is happening? That's how you recognize your drive. And your drive is actually just becoming humble or just being humble to any situation as it arises. This is how you drive yourself forward. This is how you propel forward. That's why some people would take certain things on and say, no, I'm tired of hearing this, I'm tired of hearing this, I'm tired of hearing some, her, I'm tired of hearing this from him. As a matter of fact, let me just do it, let me see what they're talking about. Yo, I'm telling you, you can be a good real estate person, you can be a good stock, you know, if it's not about stocks, you know, you got a good mind, you can take it further. If you just know how to, you know, you know how to drive well, you know, why don't you try driving a truck or just do this truck company or go to college and just be like, yo, chill, I don't want to do of that shit. But maybe if something is, is, they see something in you. You may want to go in that direction just to see what that direction is about. Because remember, you never know what you're good at until you know what you're good at. Yes, we all have talents and gifts and unique things that only we can do, only I can do, that you can not do. Only you can do that I can't do. Oh, I can't do it in the way that you can do it, you can't do it in the way that I can do it. Yes. But at the same time there's always that question behind the answer. You know? That's why some people go up and say, Okay, well, you know you know. Let me let me let me see what that's about. Why does it keep coming to me? Let me see what that's about. And you may find yourself in a situation that is of great benefit to you or that you may find enjoyable or enjoying or that you may enjoy. You no, know, so you never know. So just be mindful. Be open-minded. That's what I'm saying. You never know until you know. And sometimes you do know. You do know. But it's, it's, it's a double edge. You do know what you know, but you never know what you know until you know it. We never know what you're good at, so you know what you're good at. And you may just find pleasure in that new thing that you may be good at. Okay? So the next doorway is people and situations, relationships, families, associates, and what they tell you they see in you and push you to be are nothing but foundations and grounds to step on and to step off, to enter into another avatar of yourself. What does that mean? Once again, it kind of confirms exactly what I just said. You know, it's basically to humbly receive the projection of the you when they're communicating to you or to your present hologram which is your present self. You are the hologram catching up to its projection. Other people, whatever, remember, everything is timeless. But we are encapsulated inside every time vehicle. But we all are timeless things. So you never know which timeless thing inside every time vehicle is seeing something timeless within you. See, that's the whole point, It's saying, okay, that's why I say humbly, be humble when you receive the projection that others see in you when they tell you, when they're communicating to your present hologram. And it's not saying, well, you're always telling me to do this and do that, you know, I don't want to do that shit, I want to be that, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that, that's not my thing, I'm not about that. Remember, when you say that, when you say these things, I'm not about that, that's not me, I don't, I don't do that, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's, "That's boring to me. Whatever you want to say, you can say. But understand that when you're saying these things, that is in actuality, including talking to myself and talking to others as well, it is a certain kind of fear. And that is basically an example of a personality which has become extremely fixed within you, that you have let become fixed within you, which means it becomes stubborn, fixed and stubborn in the Zodiac understanding or dealing with Zodiac signs is the sign Taurus. which is for other reasons as well. But being fixed and stubborn is basically another example or equivalent to a personality which has become so comfortable within you, within you which has become so comfortable as you that it refuses to change its cycle. So in other words, that's also equivalent to stagnation yes it may not catch your interest yes you may not like it it may not do anything for you but it may just be a part of a, a, a certain type of ground or grounding or foundation for you to step on and step off of into the next avatar of yourself into the next embodiment of yourself or the next body of yourself Like I always bring to the example of video games Why do you think you have so many players to play with When you're going through these levels To beat these masters The master is always symbolic as your present personality The players that are battling the master Is always symbolic of potential Or the potential you trying to break through the present ignorance or the present stagnation. The master is always symbolic as your present personality, your present behavior, your present character. Every player or players battling these masters in different levels, these players are symbolic of something else trying to break through you. To become another you or the other you. That's what these things are symbolic of. Okay, so it's always to keep these things in mind. It's the drive. It's always about the drive. The drive just means forward or forward motion. That which is propelling you forward, especially if they're basically, if these people and these situations that you find yourself in or put yourself in are... Basically, for telling you to become something other than what you presently are, and it doesn't mean that it's not—it's not in the way of understanding or, or in the way of putting it as they don't accept me as I am. No, but it, it's also basically you want to question yourself: Do I accept myself as I am? Because sometimes we say these people don't accept me as I am. But secretly and quietly in your, in your mind, you sometimes don't even accept yourself as you are, but you're looking for everybody to accept you as you are, but you don't even know who you are to even accept yourself as to begin with. See, so there's different pieces of the puzzle to play with and to put together. All about deciphering and decoding. Self. Okay? So the next doorway is use hate, fear, and love as your personal fuel to propel you forward whether you're still associated with those people and situations or not. Use all of the criticism, belittlement, torment, mental and emotional hurt and torture and trauma as your inspiration. See, everything is considered a specific gas and fuel to propel you forward in this reality. And if you look at it, fear, love, and hate creates movement and action. Fear, love, and hate, regardless of the situation, whoever the people may be, Creates movement within you And action within you It's a forward thing It's a drive It's a drive forward It's a propelling forward Sometimes you may hate somebody so much Or may dislike somebody so much In a household which you currently reside in That it encourages you to move the fuck out And when you get out, all of a sudden you find a great job. And then you find a great job and you may meet the love of your life. And you meet the love of your life and all of a sudden she inspires you. You say, okay, I have it. Or, or you say, I have him or I have her. And, I'm, and I'm now I, I'm willing to create this whole garden around this one, this one dynamic flower. And you didn't have your license before, you get your license. You had one job before, now you got two jobs. And still have time for yourself and for her or for him. You start to create a lifestyle. You two start looking for houses together. Creating your life together. Planning together. All this, you know, you get married. Have children. Create a Family. All this started from you hating somebody in your household or disliking somebody in your household or maybe fearing your neighborhood. I got to get out this neighborhood. And it, it may happen in different, in, in different positions, different combinations. I got to get out this neighborhood. You know, you're taking a bus to work one morning, all of a sudden you may meet the love of your life on the bus. You may become friends. And then you become lovers. And then you say, "Damn, I want to take care of her." You know, I like to, I like to remain, I you know, level with him. I'm gonna get a job Or he may say for her. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, a, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a job. See, so, and you know, all of a sudden, you tired of taking the bus with her, and you wanna see. As matter of fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start putting money into a car. Now you have a car, and you get to drive to work. You get to drive her to work, and you drive yourself to work, or vice versa. You drive him to work, and then you drive yourself to work until he gets his car, until she gets her car. However, this shit may play out. Love, of course, we know that drives you. That is a driving. Everything is a certain type of driving. Fear kicks your ass out, propels you forward, drives you forward. Hate kicks you out, propels, propels you forward, drives you forward. Love propels you and drives you forward. Everything is a forward motion creating a movement and a kind of specific action So we see that something in this reality is saying forward 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 drive 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 propel 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 No matter what the situation or circumstance may turn out to be Okay, so example Okay, the next doorway is don't be afraid, fearful, or intimidated to become something totally different in life, totally different in life. Step all the way outside your comfort zone and that which you may have forbid to be or may have forbid to transform into. Until you become those avatars, you'll never know who and what you can truly be, who and what your true purpose and/or purposes are here in this life or in this lifetime, becoming something totally different once again is just an example of coming out of a cyclic nature or a cyclic nature, coming outside of your cycle, which is nothing but a fixed personality that is too stubborn and too ignorant and too blind to see anything further than it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's its main purpose. Personality is an ego. Ego is a program. A program is meant to be that program. One program is not meant to be another program. No. That one program only knows that one program. It's operating exactly how it's supposed to be. But you are not the program. You have to be aware that there is something trying to fight the program. You have to also be aware and realize that you there is something pulling you out or pushing you forward beyond that present program. This is why you become different projections of yourself by going through different people, different situations. You find yourself in different environments, different atmospheres, dressing different, talking different, eating different foods, around different kind of people, around different minds. See, so it's just not to be afraid or fearful or intimidated of, indif- of differentiation That's why I said Step all the way outside of your comfort zone Don't be afraid to step all the way outside of your comfort zone Because the comfort zone is just another, another way of looking Another word for ignorance Or another way for fear Another way of looking Another, another word for fear Or another statement for just the word fear Or fearful Or just not knowing if I take that next step, what's beyond that? Well, just take that next step. Because obviously there's something communicating to you beyond the physical realm that is saying move forward or try that forward or keep in mind of that drive. Yes, it may come in the form of people that may say, well, I see this in you, but well, you can become this. You can do that. You have the mind for this. You know, you think like that. Why don't you try that? Why don't you do this? And yes, with people comes personalities, and personalities may become annoying. Of course. But where is your awareness when these personalities start to approach you and project their character and behavior on you? Where are you taking this at? And also, how well do you know yourself? Because when you know yourself very well, you'll know when to, cut, when to cut it off and say, okay, well, I'm here now. This is what I'm doing. This is what I actually love and doing. And if they're willing even to back you on that, say, what you like doing? Why well, I like talking. This I'm saying I like talking. I like doing what I'm doing. Okay, well, why don't you create a podcast? Because I see you're a good speaker. You can do this. You can do that. Are you like reading? Okay, you know. Or why don't you all, you know, are um, you like writing? Why don't you create a, a publishing company? You know, it's something that is trying to propel you forward. But you never take the physical vehicle as something personal. Because remember, these are just energy forms and principles. Principality. Principles can only talk to you through something personal. Or something that can become personal. Or something which is physical. This is the only way principality can talk to you or where principality can be realized and recognized as something beyond the visible, which is the invisible, through something which is visible. Whether it be a thing, whether it be a person, whether it be a situation, whether it be a circumstance, whatever. That which isn't invisible or that which isn't visible can only communicate to you and try to reach to you through something which is visible. This is why I say it's all about deciphering who or what the hell is talking to me or communicating to me or advising me or informing me at this very moment. What is going on? Because immediately sometimes your personality, your ego doesn't give you or your program doesn't give you a moment to even decipher within the moment what the hell the moment is actually implying to you. And then you become drowned in your feeling and your emotion and you lose the whole damn message. Recognize your drive. When your drive is speaking to you prime in the moment. That's all. Just be aware. A-W-A-R-E. That is your savior. But awareness, understand that awareness is nothing without action. Action and awareness are best friends, and knowledge as well. But action and awareness, becoming wise, wisdom and knowledge, of course is cousins. Action and awareness are best friends, or twin siblings. Okay. The next doorway is, don't be afraid to start somewhere, (laughs) somewhere, anywhere, even if you feel lost or if you think that that may be the wrong decision. I don't know if I start this. That shit may lead me down another hole I don't really want to get into because, you know, I don't know if I'm really prepared for that hole because I don't really have this, and you have all these reasons, which are things that haven't even happened yet, but trying to act as if it will happen. And if you think it will happen, then guess what, it will happen. You are the willing. You are the will, the willing, it to be. You are the one making it possible by pronouncing it and reinforcing it as sound into the atmosphere which surrounds you. Because remember I told you, you don't live in a world, you live in a word. You don't live in a world, you are alive in a word. What are the words you are choosing to define define your reality? Because that those are the words that you are trapped within or you become surrounded within or you, what you surround yourself within. Don't be afraid or be intimidated of self-alienation, which is also known as self-annihilation because self-alienation leads into self-annihilation. Don't be afraid to annihilate. Be willing to obliterate. Explode. Implode and explode. (laughs) Because it all starts with a certain kind of implosion. The implosion leads to the explosion. Implode and explode. Explode yourself. Dynamite yourself. Annihilate yourself. Alienate yourself. Become foreign to yourself. Because wherever you are, wherever you put your mind, your body has to follow. Your personality has to follow that mind that you are creating. It's not the other way around. It's only the other way around if the body becomes addicted to certain things. Then now the mind is following the damn body. But no. It's not how it's supposed to be. As a matter of fact, let me not say it's not how it's supposed to be. That's not basically... What I'm informing you of That's not the point Of what I'm talking about You're already an alien anyway You're alienated to this reality If you knew this reality Like the back of your hand Like 1, 2, 3, A, B, C As soon as you appeared And came out your mother's womb You should have been running track You should have been jumping But you weren't you were crawling. First you were on your back, then you were on your stomach, and then you started to crawl. The body itself, this is the body place. But what you are inside that, or as that, is alien to here. It has to learn the recommendate. It has to learn the operation and the function of here. And you go from being on your back to on your belly to crawling, to walking. You go through all this because there is a drive within you. Even though you're alienated to this reality, there is still that drive within the alienation to perfect this reality as much as possible within its own dynamic imperfection. Which is why it's not learned from metaphysics that it's not about being perfect, it's about perfecting. Not perfect, but perfecting. That ing is always, it always resembles a continuation, an ongoing thing, an ongoing continuation. So don't be afraid to keep propelling and driving forward. Okay? You are a human being. Being Or being human However you want to put it But that being I-N-G At the end of the word being Means that you are an ongoing continuation of something That is beyond that which you project within the mirror You are beyond the image Remember Image I-M-A-G-E Is I am age Remember, age doesn't exist within the body. Time exists within the body. And I told you before that age and time are two totally different things. Age is the mind dealing with wisdom and experience. has nothing to do with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, January, February, March, April, May, first year, second year, third year, 1990, 1991, 1992. It has nothing to do with time. Time and age are two different things. You are age, image, I am age. You are wisdom and experience. You are not time. You just move within a time vehicle. So I am age. If I am wisdom and experience, wisdom and experience, of course, is gathered throughout what we know as time, but it is something that keeps going forward. It keeps driving forward. You have a propeller that keeps pushing you forward no matter how many times you want to move back. It keeps pushing you forward. So there is something with this forwardness, with this drive, with this propel that keeps you going straight sometimes I even look at I even look at at the damn um the shape of the nose shit looks like a damn arrow from many different angles pointing you forward. Why do you think your face is in the front? <laughs> And face is just another word for force. The force keeps moving forward. But well, that's a whole other thing, anyway. So, the next doorway is things that people encourage you to be, and encourage you to do, become the very things that they themselves become replaced by. Once you begin incorporate And become that thing that they are encouraging you to be and pushing you to be and pushing you to do. (laughs) That thing that they're pushing you to be and pushing you to do soon becomes your main focus. And where are they? Not to say that you left them behind, but that they don't mean nothing to you, that you're ignoring them or that you're ignoring them now. But where are they? That's why conflicts arise when one, in like a relationship or even a family, where someone or one feels neglected or ignored or abandoned by the other's career or focal point. So that which somebody may be pushing you to be, in another way of looking at it, may be the very thing that, that they're encouraging you to replace them by. And is not to take emotion This is not to take in a personal point of view or to look at what I'm saying personally. This is why sometimes in marriages or relationships, a wife may feel like he's, he's not paying attention to me anymore or he may feel like my wife is not paying attention to me anymore. You drove them or encouraged them to do certain things. Now they're in a whole different reality. You drove them to this career or to this type of goal to accomplish. Now they're accomplishing it. Now they're engulfed by it. They're swallowed by it. They are it. But now you've encouraged them to be there, and now you feel jealous that they're there? You told them to be there. You told them to do that. You told them what you see in them. But you told them what they can become how great they were or what they were doing or what they can be. Now they find a certain type of interest or love for it that gets their attention. They become that now. But if the person who encouraged the person to do something, if the person who is encouraging that one becomes, or starts to feel neglected or abandoned, They start to feel jealous, and then envy, and then fear. You see, so that person which was encouraging a principle within you to accomplish, and once you accomplish that principle, they themselves, the one who was accomplishing or encouraging you to do that, become the lower vibration. So that lower vibration or mutual vibration which was talking to you about principle you embrace the principle from that lower vibration now you look back at that lower vibration and they and they now find their within a lower or the lowest vibration but then you tell that lowest vibration when you told me to, to grasp this principle which is on the higher vibration I grasped it I became it I've conquered it I've mastered it I am it this is me now this is the cycle where it's at this is what it is This is my career now. Thank you for that. But that lowest vibration now feels lower. See, so as you grasp that principle, that thing which informs you about that principle starts to become more personal. This is just an example of certain types of situations that you can see happen and that have happened and that are happening. See, so advising somebody, informing somebody, encouraging somebody, inspiring somebody, influencing somebody to grasp upon a principle which you see within them, keep in mind that when they grasp upon that principle you will also be seen as somewhat invisible-like until they grasp that visible accomplishment or that goal that you have been telling them about, that you have been driving them to, that you have have been propelling them forward to. Because that may be the very principle that that your personal may become replaced by or replaced with. These are things just to keep in mind, whether it's the one encouraging the one to do something or it's the one doing something that was encouraged to do so. Okay? So the next doorway is recognizing the language of forward or forwarding in all things. And don't let fear and pride hold you back or in place. See? It's basically one forward leads you into the next forward. So even though somebody may be encouraging you to move forward or to drive you forward or propel you forward even though that person may look like they're in a certain type of stagnation of self, because it can be the most piece of shit person telling you to do something and become something. It could be a bum on the street or something What some people may see as, oh, that that ain't nobody. That is somebody. And they did accomplish things in their life, but they're just where they're at 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 that moment. So that is an example of a forward in some way because they they were a baby at one time, now they're an adult. They just seem to be, they just... Maybe be homeless at that moment, or whatever the case is, or maybe a drug addict or whatever it is, but there's still something within that visible container that is invisible that is moving forward towards death, like we all are. That which is invisible is seeking to be the, the end result of its invisibleness that we all are subject to. So it is an example of a forward thing. That's why I said recognizing the language of forward or forwarding in all things and don't let fear and pride hold you back or in place. So like I said, it's one forward leads you into the next forward. Everything and everybody is an example of a certain kind of forward or forwarding. Talking to you, and if, if they're talking beyond where you're presently at, then they are a push forward as well. Are you recognizing the forward language? That's all. The next doorway is fear can disguise itself as pride. It can hide behind pride as well. Susan sounds. I'm too proud to do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I can't see myself doing that. I ain't doing that shit. You see, that's not me. I leave that to somebody else, to someone else. I ain't about that. Sometimes it's pride, just to keep in mind. Make sure that it's not a fear that is actually talking through the disguise of what we may know as quote-unquote pride or being quote-unquote too proud to do something. Because that just may very well be fear itself. If fear was a body, a naked body, and fear puts a mask on and a costume on, that costume and that mask is pride. But if you take the mask and the costume off and leave a naked body, it's just fear. So it just may possibly be fear speaking through as pride. Fear holds the drive back. It keeps you with an empty tank. And if you are the drive, how can you drive forward with an empty tank? You have to stop at the gas station. You have to make it to a gas station. If your tank is emptying or on the slowest or the last quart. See So... Fear holds the drive back. And fear keeps you with an empty tank. You may very well not even have an empty tank to begin with. There's certain things to keep in mind. Okay. The next doorway is you are a thing which is constantly finding yourself in different experiences, going through different experiences different people, different environments, a thing constantly looking or seeking to redefine itself. See, not to remain in one definition. Don't you have tag names? Don't you have more than one name? Don't other beings see you differently? Doesn't your mother see you differently how your father sees you? Doesn't your father see you differently how your sister sees you? Doesn't your sister see you differently how your brother sees you? Doesn't your brother see you differently how your mate sees you? Doesn't your mate see you differently than how your co-worker see you? Don't your coworkers see you differently than how a stranger sees you? These are all different things always trying to keep you or remind you that you're always just keep in mind that you may want to become something different other than who and what you think you are this is the drive always talking to you constantly do many different things and many different people many different situations many different environments you are constantly looking or seeking to redefine yourself Like I said, this is why you find yourself going through different experiences. How can you find yourself in a home right now and go outside and find yourself in an environment or in your parking lot? Then be in your parking lot and find yourself in your car. Then be in your car, drive to a certain destination and find yourself in the parking lot of a supermarket. Then find yourself inside of a supermarket. These different environments, this is something speaking to you, not or basically saying don't get caught up in the physical things or the solid things of environment, of building structure or ground, physical people. No, just understand what I'm saying to you regardless of what I'm showing you. It's that which is hidden. That's the whole point is to see that which is hidden. And since you are invisible, your invisibleness should be able to see that which is hidden. This is when you know that you're operating as something visible or invisible. Or whether to detect and decipher what and who you are in this moment. I am that invisible thing. So therefore, I should be able to catch... The hidden subliminals. Why aren't you catching or realizing the hidden subliminals if you are this invisible thing? Because you're too caught up in your eyeballs. You're too caught up in your pupils. You're too caught up in the physical body or the physical building or the physical street or the physical car or the physical trees. You're too caught up in that which is visible. Remember, Everything which is visible is representing something which is invisible. Where is your perception then? That is what determines your drive. Or the length or duration or strength of your drive to propel you forward in this reality. Remember, all things of physical nature is a stagnation or a blocking or an enclosing or an entrapping of that which is trying to become free. Remember that as well. That's why trees even drop leaves. You even shed skin. Bricks on buildings sometimes fall and come, and come apart. The ground or the sidewalk sometimes cracks. Cracks. Something is always moving through something Binary vibrations A scent, a cologne, a perfume, a smell Perspiration Your language, your voice Your message you're trying to get across Everything is always trying to come out of something And propel itself forward To reach something else Or someone else Okay Certain things to keep in mind. You know, because life or living and experience itself is a forward moving thing. What do you mean by that? Life, what we call life, is always on its way to death. That's what I mean. It is always on its way to something, it is always on its way to itself. It, the invisible, no matter how visible it may seem in front of a mirror or in front of people, the invisible thing is always seeking to become that invisible thing. That last breath. Okay? So, next doorway is, as people we communicate. Communication is a principle. Principles are invisible workings behind a thing which is visible. When you and another person are communicating, that's an example of two invisible things interacting with this invisibleness, which is actually just it by itself with itself as itself. As this this invisible interaction is happening, it's seeking to become another potentially visible thing. So that's basically just saying that the invisible is always seeking to morph and transform into something else which is visible. It's a constant transformation. It's an ongoing continuation, as I said before. Because if that which is visible, that means, this is, that's, that's just another way of saying that which doesn't have a form. is always, you know, it's always willing to be another form. It's always potential. So how can you become a possibility and remain stuck in that possibility? Remain stuck as a personality. Because that which created the personality isn't a personal thing to begin with. So you have just now trapped that which isn't personal inside of something which is personal. You now have an empty tank. There's no more drive within you. There's nothing else propelling you forward. And even how you got to this present personality, there was things that have drove you forward or propelled you forward, which going through different experiences and different people and situations and circumstances that made you this personality that you think that you are today or that you think that you are in this moment. It's going through multi-dimensions, multi-situations. Ups, downs, ins and outs, lefts and rights of what we call this life or this lifetime that have created you into this Frankenstein that you think you are in this present moment. So it was that which was formless, looking for a form to be, that created, that transformed you into this form that you think that you are. So how aware are you? You wouldn't be able to be any type of form If it wasn't for the principles of formlessness Is your attention Still on formlessness Are you still aware of formlessness Are you still acknowledging Your formlessness Have you felt deep into the form Have you felt deep into your Feeling Have you felt deep into your emotion Something to consider And decipher Okay The next doorway is, there are different devices for manifestation, drugs, alcohol, anger, happiness, etc. At the same time, some of these manifesting devices can be wearing out and taxing the body's health, but the mind is prevailing. So, this is an example of the mind using the body's addiction and or habit, which is nothing but biological manipulation and chemical transformation, to expand and enhance its own qualities and usage. So, in other words, the mind will sacrifice the body through, I guess, addictive manipulation, keeping it in a blind cycle or a blind-like cycle or ignorant habit. To achieve its purpose or to keep the attention on itself throughout the experience. Because the experience is the mind's only time to shine and the only time for it to be. Keeping itself in a forward-like motion or a forward-like motive. An example of the mind being a slave for the body so that in return, the body becomes a slave for the mind. Ultimately, see, so this is the funny thing is that the mind becomes a slave for the body in order for the body to become a slave to the mind. See, it's a funny way of how this thing works sometimes. That's why I said there's different devices for manifestation, drugs, alcohol, anger, happiness. Sometimes these drugs or this alcohol or this anger or this happiness or this madness, whatever it may be, encourages you to do things. Sometimes alcohol or drugs sometimes it's people's inspiration to become things or to do things. There have been many stories on many different people, uh, famous um, scientists. You know, well-known metaphysicians and the and certain people that deal with certain knowledge and wisdom that use certain type of drugs or alcohol or have, have been in a certain kind of what people may call madness. And these things actually propel them towards a certain kind of success of their self or put them in a position where they want to be. Now, these drugs and alcohol may be taxing it, but the mind is getting used because the mind is keep, it keeps going, calculating numbers, breaking down sciences. While the person is still taking drugs, calculating numbers, breaking down sciences. While the person is still drinking alcohol, calculating numbers, breaking down sciences. While the person is in a certain kind of mad state or state of madness, calculating numbers, breaking down sciences. And finding themselves as these success stories. Or these successful vehicles that accomplish the goal or achieve something that they wanted to grasp at some point, at some moment in this life, in this reality. See, so the mind will tax out the body because the mind is on something, my intuition, I'm channeling something, oh, shit, i got to get a drink or something. No, I'm channeling something, my intuition is going crazy, I'm knowing shit that I don't know. How do I know these things? No, I've I, I got to take some drugs. i got to take these mushrooms. i got to do this or i got to do that. Whatever drugs or alcohol people take, the mind in its moment, at some point, the body is influenced to take these drugs or this alcohol to keep itself at a certain pace. So the mind, that's an example of the mind using the body, taxing the body out. But the mind is taxing the body out In order to keep its mindfulness going And is using it through qualities Like addiction and obsession So it puts the body in this addictive state In order to keep its mindfulness going This is another way of understanding the relationship between body and mind Mind and body This is why I say The mind being a slave for the body so that, the, so that in return the body becomes a slave for the mind. The mind will tax out and will burn out the body just to keep its mind going. You see, so that's an example I said of the mind being a slave for the body. And in return, the body being a slave for the mind, even if it means the death of that person, or the overdose, or the keyloading, the kilo over and just die, just as long as the mind keeps itself going. This is another way of understanding the relationship, or the communication, or the interaction between body and mind, mind and body. It's the drive. It's the propel to move itself forward. Each thing are moving itself forward. The only, thing, the only difference is, is that the body's moving itself forward or in the illusional state of moving itself forward, which is actually killing its health, passing itself out, dying out from the inside out, while the mind is moving itself forward. It'll use the body. Which is why some people may become mad, or somebody may be called, or may be called insane. While they say, you know, you're so brilliant that you're stupid, you're so genius that you're a moron, or that you're so, you're so smart that you're crazy. Or they say, like that's like there's a thin line between genius and insanity. Because sometimes you may see somebody who may be so smart, and I see in this show on the show. Uh, show called Shark Tank. <laughs> I, I watched that show sometimes, and and, I, and there was one of the one of the sharks sitting down. And they were saying, yeah, well, I think it was Kevin O'Leary. I'm not too sure. And he said, you know, he said, you, and this guy had degrees with this and this degrees with that Harvard and this Yale and working on the Bill Gates, whatever, whatever the fuck, whatever the hell it was. And this nigga had a fucking uh, invention for a sleeping mask. Or a sleepy mask that you put on over your eyes and it wakes you up with these, 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 uh, uh, I don't know, these, these kind of lights that makes it seem like it's sunny. And you just wake up when these just get bright enough. But it was so, like, you know, it was, it was like, it was so beneath his intelligence or his genius. And he was like, yo, so I don't know what to call this invention, genius or incredibly stupid or crazy. And that's the old saying is the thin line between genius and insanity, or brilliance and insanity. I forgot where the hell I was going with this point, but that's the point is understanding, basically going back to what I was saying before, is understanding the relationship between these two um, different positions in this reality, body and mind, mind and body, okay? Um, you know, like, yeah, basically that's what I want to say. Let me go to the next doorway. Okay, the next doorway is encouragement, inspiration, influence, all three vehicles that promote movement and action. Once again: encouragement, inspiration and influence. See when somebody's trying to encourage you or inspire you or influence you to do something, keep in mind that whatever they're encouraging you, inspiring or influencing you to do, the principle behind what they're saying, the principle behind all of it, is basically movement and action. Movement and action, once again, of course, is implying a forward movement or a drive to propel you forward towards something. That's all that's about. Once again, to see through, to see the invisible past that which is visible. Past the person that's saying it. Past the situation or circumstance or environment or atmosphere that is Propelling you towards something, or making you want to do something, or be something, or get out of somewhere to get in somewhere else. See, once again, the whole, um, this is all mind work that individuals have on you, or certain things that occur, how your body may be affected by an environment, or whatever goes on, at that situation, within that circumstance, Okay. Um, next doorway is uh, understanding what body addiction. Body addiction is consistent consumption. Mind, um, mind obsession is repetitive thoughts. Distractions, interruptions, interference, stagnation. Both create the manifesting principles of feeling and emotion. These are things that can stagnate you and not propel you forward. These things will try to keep you in a certain type of put your gear in park rather than in drive. Body addiction, consistent consumption, mind mind obsession, repetitive thoughts. These are things to deter your drive, to not want to make you move forward. See, and there's just things to basically keep in mind of to be mindful of when they occur, when they happen within you at the time that somebody or something may be, may be propelling you forward or inspiring you to drive forward. You no, know, but sometimes these things as well can also make you drive forward, but they're more in the promotion of making you stay stagnant and making you drive forward, depending on how much body addiction that you become active within with the consistent consumption or how much mind obsession that you become active within with repetitive thoughts. Because anything repeating itself and constantly coming to you over and over again is trying to keep you in a certain kind of cycle see it's different from people trying to inspire you with the same shit over and over again so it's a difference because what they're saying to you is actually propelling you forward to do something to be something what they see in you it's more of a propelling forward the other one is actually remaining there remaining stuck So these are the certain type of differentiations that you have to decipher within the moment of what's really happening, what's really occurring. Okay? Um, The next doorway is boredom and bottom or rock bottom are propellers as well. The level of zero or space brings about the appearance of one or fulfillment. This is just one thing, again, to keep in mind, though, because I have um, there's an episode I had touched upon with the, the principle of boredom and how boredom is the same word as bottom, and bottom is rock bottom, of course, and that boredom activates creativity. So these are also certain kind of drives, which is why you become bored and all of a sudden you know what to do, or you hit a certain kind of bottom and there's nowhere to go but up. So that's why the level of zero or the level of space brings about the appearance of one or the appearance of fulfillment. And these are just basic principles to understand. Even to see, you, have, you even have evidence of certain physical things that show this principle is a fact. You know, you have a helicopter lifts off the ground. Planes lift off the ground. A bird flies off the ground. Or everything starts at a zero in order to get to its one. So understand that things that may seem or may have been known as a zero state brings about that one. So zero is also a certain kind of way of driving or beginning to drive, or propelling you to move forward. And even th- even if you look at the number zero, which is a circle, it's the same shape as a steering wheel. Okay? These are just things that you tie in together that will just automatically make sense to you immediately. Okay? The next doorway is... Different openings or forwardings into potential enclosings. So different openings to potential closings. Basically saying that you may enter another portal or dimension or plane of existence, but that new realm which has phenomenally occurred and which you appeared in is a world or globing of itself but the globing or globe like globe like shape of it is validated by a halo or a bending of light that's why in order to get out or past that present realm you must remain straight focused in order to arrow like mind in, o- in order to like in order to arrow like mind shoot through the circle or cycle In order to arrow like shoot, arrow like shoot, arrow like mind shoot through the circle or cycle to get out of it and into the next realm or circle framing of mind. So basically what they're saying is don't remain circular or circle minded. Just remain the dot. A dot and a circle are two different things. So basically what I'm saying is that different openings lead to potential enclosings. When you come out of one mind state or out of one plane of existence, out of one drive into another drive, out of one present drive into a future drive of yourself, that new realm is also a certain kind of enclosing because it's another kind of world. It's another kind of world. It's a globe, another globe. But understand that that globe or what we may see as a circle, like when people see pictures of what we say is planet Earth or the world or the planet, whatever, whatever the hell we're at that people... Seen you know, or see pictures of from space or what they say it is. I'll make the image look like or what the photograph look like. It's a circle. But is it a circle? Because remember, what you're seeing is as a circle is nothing but a halo or a bending of light. And if it's light, that means that you can pierce through that light. You can pierce through that dimension. So I'm saying that whatever realm, whatever mind state that you left from, whatever person, personality or whatever state of existence that you're in at that moment and someone encourages you to move forward and you move forward into that next state of existence or that next state of accomplishment or career that you have just got into now, now you're into that from somebody encouraging you to propel forward, now you're in it. Understand that that itself is not even freedom as well. It's just another kind of world or another kind of word that you define yourself as. It's another kind of globing or globe or globe-like effect, which is nothing but another bending of light that has possible entrapment on you that can possibly enclose around you if you don't remain aware. That's the whole key. Everything is membranic, meaning no matter how solid it seems to be, it's meant to be pierced through. So don't get caught up in any career or any goal or any achievement is what I'm saying. Go beyond that as well. Is something within that new achievement or someone within that new achievement, that new space of achievement, that new reality that you're currently existing and experiencing is encouraging you to move forward or propel you forward in some way, don't be intimidated to take that advice. It doesn't mean that you have to do what they're telling you to do or inspire you to do or can see you be or can see you as. But don't ignore that possible drive. Don't abandon that possible propelling forward. So I'm saying, so these are things. Once again, more things just to keep in mind. Okay, um, there's two more here. Next doorway is talents, gifts, and interests can work for you or maybe against you. Everybody embodies something unique about them, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that will be the vehicle you propel forward with. You never know what you're good at until you know what you're good at. Some people may be a great piano player, but they end up being a great, successful construction worker. just an example so you may be even good at being a teacher but then you become this great truck driver in your life and you find a great success in that this is why you hear stories and certain things of biographies and people may say like damn i would have never thought i would have been this this is the last thing on my list Nobody, including myself, including other people, in my family, other people that knew me, would have ever thought I would be doing this. And I find a great interest in it. And I like it. I enjoy it. But I myself would have never thought I would be doing this in this life. I never even read about this. Or sometimes you may hear about it, other people talking about it, and you're like, I don't want to hear that shit, you know what I'm saying? uh That's not what I'm about. That has no interest. It doesn't hold none of my attention. I have no interest in it. It It's garbage. I don't care about that. And then you may find yourself doing that same thing that you said you hated five years from now. This is why even while sometimes people may say like, you know, oh, I hated him. I didn't like him when I was young. But now we're married. While people find themselves in certain situations that they wouldn't have even dreamed or imagined or even nightmared about. You may find yourself in a situation that you would have never thought you would be in. It will be the last thing on your mind. These are people's success stories. These are people's success stories. And I'm sure you've heard it. I've heard it. We've all heard it. I oh, would never thought I would be doing this. I would have never thought I would be doing this. You know? There's a certain type of quote I heard, or a certain type of saying that's out. It's just popular. And you know, it says, you, um, in order to do something, because some people want to find themselves being financially stable and, you know, certain ways, successful, certain ways, you know, and it's a certain certain saying that says, like, in order to to become something that you have never been before, you have to do things that you have never done before. You know, and these things find you in situations as well that you would have never thought you would be in, or find you with somebody that you would never thought you would have been with. Even That even validates the saying, opposites attract. Not just with people, not just with somebody with somebody else, but somebody with a situation. Somebody with a certain kind of career, somebody with a certain kind of goal or achievement. In this reality—that's an opposite. I won't even think of that shit. All of a sudden, you become that. Ten years from now, three years from now, two years from now, two weeks from now, we find ourselves in very surprising situations, very surprising predicaments. The element of surprise. It is an element like fire, air, earth, and water, and time. Surprise is an element. That's why they call it the element of surprise. It's a very live thing. It's a real thing. See, so never go too far from that which may propel you to do something or drive you to be something. Not saying to take their advice and do it and become it, but you'll know when you need to propel yourself forward. You'll know just by you knowing yourself. You get to know yourself. What am I? Who am I? But more of the what am I? How can I be totally humble and totally clear and totally zero and move with things and be comfortable moving with things as I move through it Humble. What draws me and what doesn't draw me that I get drawn to? These are things to keep in mind. Just understand what that propelling action is. And even if you think about propellers, when we talk about propellers, the word propeller, when you look at a boat, propellers are on the back of the boat, the back and the bottom. When you look at a helicopter, the propellers are on top. When you look at other things, submarines, you know, airplanes, there's nothing but a blade or something moving very quick in order to propel that vehicle or that object in a fold motion. You have boats, propellers on the back and the bottom. You have helicopters, propellers are on top, also in the back or the tail of it. Submarines on the bottom, planes within the wings. Everywhere. So... You never really know in what direction and situation it may be propelling you from. Stay driving. Stay driven. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> All right.
1: Um, yeah, before I say anything, if anyone has any questions or comments here, feel free to um, hit star six and we'll unmute your line. But, um, yeah, another full topic. I didn't really have very much to add to this one, but um, I can definitely identify with experience. Um, on third. oh, that's not what I meant to do. Excuse me, one second. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, um you know, it's it's interesting. I was thinking about what you mentioned in the beginning about fear um, and having it come through as pride. I was kind of reflecting on that past week. Um, I'm not really sure, like, the exact parallels right now, but there's always a parallel for that. And I think um, it's just a good point to... To be aware of um, in the fact that you mention it, it keeps you on empty, you know, um I think that's a definite thing um, when you mention you know using using drugs um to keep the mind at a certain pace um. Uh. I kind of I thought that was that was an interesting point because then it it made me think like um you know like how do you find out I think not how do you find out but as an alternative kind of thing um it might be. Helpful to find out um, how you want your mind to function. Not really sure how that um, how one goes about that, but I guess um, I guess that point of reflection can you know just assist, and then um, and then figuring out what could you know, because drugs can be like uppers, downers, different things like that. So it's like, um, you know, if you want to be, if you want to bring the the um, tempo down lower, you know, or the pace down lower or slower, then um, it just kind of makes me think, you know, how does one, how does one do that? Like I can, like one, a couple of things that came to mind were like um, reflective, uh, like reflective practices or things that that kind of take you, I guess, take you out of your head space and make you do physical things. Um
0: Yeah, that's that's the funny thing about this reality is that that's the only kind of like, I don't want to say sucky thing about it, (laughs) but that's the only weird thing about it is that what what we may see or moralize as seeing something which is bad or, you know, no good or horrible, it's also a certain kind of, are also a part of a certain kind of driving force. That's the only mm. funny thing about this reality because you have singers, you know, even like um, Jimi Hendrix. And you have other people as well, like the person from the Doors. And, you, know, you have different people that, and I mean, the list goes on and on—from celebrities to mus- to musicians, to scientists, to occultists. That, and even people that's in college. Shit, Let me make an example of people that's in college. I mean, how many times have we heard that people have to take these fucking, you know, over-the-counter shits to have to keep them up so that they can mm-hmm. study and get the quiz done and be ready for the test tomorrow morning in class and dealing with this professor and that teacher and these people in this environment, and they take these, you know, certain type of drugs to keep them up, and they, some people, you know, should praise by them and say, damn, if this wasn't for this, I wouldn't, you know, I would have never passed this quiz or this class, cause I was sleeping. I was. I was you know, I was tired, I was this and that and take Adderall and you know, all type of things to keep this self up that some people may actually attribute their success stories to. And mm-hmm. this is the whole funny thing about this like because yeah, I even know some people as well that said like, damn, you're know, forging for this drug or this ayahuasca or these mushrooms or this or that or that or this I would have never seen or came to this kind of reality that yo, this shit is this is a fucking illusion. Right, like, you know, and they come to these stories, these mind stories of like, what? What are you talking about? You went, went to the clouds, and, and you was looking down. You, you, you was driving on the highway, and took some mushrooms. All of a sudden, you was your, your car floated in the air, and you was one with the clouds. You was able to look down at the traffic, and you actually seen the traffic in in that moment in, in a in a in a, a, a suspended point of view. Like, what do you mean by that? How did you see that? And he said, Yeah, I seen everything that was going on in that moment. And everything that was going on, what I thought was going on in that moment, was actually going on in that moment.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And it's just certain things that's like, okay. And then they're like, Yo, I knew from that point on, what I seen, what I realized, what I witnessed, what I experienced, that this whole reality was a fucking illusion. And that's an awakening in the spiritual aspect. In their, cult, in their cult understanding that's credit. That's what's up. That's consciousness. That's the awakening. That's awareness. But how that person used whatever they used to get to that point of awareness, that's a whole different story. But it's like, damn, so do we, do we blame the mushroom? <laughs> do we blame the, uh, the ecstasy pill? Do we blame this? Do we blame that? You know, I'm not a drug user myself, but I have, I have nothing against it. And I'm like, damn. Well, we brought you these kind of real, you know, these kind of realizations and awareness. I mean, that's the main agenda here—to realize this shit is fucking losing it anyway. So it's was like, yeah. okay, well, do I downplay that? Do I uplift it? This is why I said the funny thing about this reality is even the shit that you may say is like, oh, wow, that's terrible, that's no good, that's bad, this and that. It's like, well, damn, then that shit brought that nigga to a whole different type of awakening. And these other niggas that don't take anything is still sleeping. Mm mm-hmm. I like, well, you know, is it good, is it bad? Is, you know, that's why it's like everything can be used for everything. In some way, in some form. And it's not really we can't nobody nobody can judge it. It's just is reality. This is the way reality is. Like, oh shit, okay. Huh. Why can I get mad at that? I you know if that works for you for you, but if in in the midst of it working for you, if it's taxing your body and your brain and your health, then that's something that you got to deal with. But came to that point of awareness, you came to that point of realization, the awakening uh, all right, cool, great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, like, you, know, you know you know what you're doing to your body, what your body will may be going on biologically or chemically within you. You know. Do you or do you not know that? If you don't know that, then uh, you know, I don't know. If you do know that if we do know that, then cool, you know, okay. But you know, like in the cult, it was never something that was good or bad. It was always a question of is it working for you?
1: Right. It's how much how much you do what you um you know, it's I wasn't trying to say and i i'm pretty sure you understand that i wasn't trying to say um anything is necessarily bad or whatever like yeah, that sure. but it was just something that popped up in my head when you when you kind of mentioned that earlier but um yeah there's there's countless like <laughs> there's countless people who who use all types of things to bring them to whatever state they'd like to be in you know um otherwise what i was just saying was more on the point of if you were seeking something alternatively um to kind of practice like put in place in a different way like there's there's always something that you can use to kind of bring you up a certain way or bring you down it's just um, it's, it's really, you know, something to look at <laughs> for yourself. Like right. you kind of emphasize the whole episode, but, um, yeah, cause yep. caffeine's a drug, you know, alcohol's a drug. It's all yep. that. It's, all of it. It's all I mean, there. It's
0: funny too, cause you know, we come to certain things of meditation and certain things like that. That, you know, anything being used and abused becomes a drug. If, mm-hmm. like I said before, the spirituality became a certain kind of addiction. When you're trying right. to overuse it, you know, you overusing it. Whatever you overuse becomes an addiction. Even food, whatever. Even you know, vegetables, fruits, overdoing it, eating it too much, it's no longer considered a food, it's considered a drug. Learn that in metaphysics, you know? So I was like, hmm, damn, that makes a lot of sense. So I always ran. It's the one thing I always ran with as well that hit me hard when I was, you know, going through the courses. I'm like, yeah, that shouldn't make sense. That that's this well, but that makes sense. Whatever you have too much of, you know, it becomes an addiction it becomes a drug. It's no longer food anymore. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: I was like, okay, I get that. I'm saying no doubt. But at the same time, even our meditation and everything, we can come to these states of when somebody's probably smoking a lot of marijuana or taking a lot of drugs or doing this or drinking a lot of that. And we come to these states, blissful states, naturally. Then that means that we also have a drug component within our body. Mm -hmm. We have a natural biological drug component within our system. We can come to these highs by ourselves with no drugs, with no intake. You know, just just our natural input without any intake. like they say you can get higher from marijuana, why over THC? Because you have these markers already within you. How can you get high if what you're smoking, if you didn't already have it within you to begin with, to recognize what's coming inside the body. So whatever's coming inside the body has to already be inside the body in a different form, a different chemical in order to recognize that which is being inhaled and pulled inside the body. Why not? I'm saying.
1: Mhm. Yeah.
0: We all like a walking mm-hmm. chemistry kit. We a drug machine, <laughs> <laughs> but the with drugs mm-hmm. are not. You know? I'm definitely not encouraging <laughs> anybody to do any drugs or anything like that. <laughs> what is mm-hmm. this? Understand? No, just to say, okay, well. I'm looking at this reality and that stuff the and mm-hmm. more Because
1: then it, if you if you condemn somebody for doing something it's like habits can be um, addictive too. Habits can be drugs in a sense because then it's like you can ruin your life through a habit. You can ruin your life through a um, your lifestyle how you choose to quote unquote live can kill you, you know? So it's really about, like you said, that point of awareness, how much you're doing, uh, what you're choosing to focus on are allowed to drive you, you know, things can drive you into the ground if you let them. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. Um, But certain jobs people may say, that's wrong, don't do that. Well, it made them into something that was right.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you
0: choose your drivers you choose your vehicle before you buy it. You choose your drive. You have every right to choose whatever car you want to drive or the vehicle you want to choose to drive in. That's why they have many vehicles at the car shop or the car lot or the dealership. Many vehicles you can choose from. Okay. That's you. It's not just one kind of call or one kind of body of call, or one kind of make of a call, one kind of model of a call. There's many different makes, models, bodies, and vehicles, and colors, and shapes. That means, or that basically validates option, choice, and decision. Mm-hmm. It's
1: funny. It's um funny. You know, you mentioned the point on, um, you know, like you never think you do something. Like a, a couple of the things that I do now, um, like pretty consistently, I never would have um, pictured myself being able to do this, or not not being able to, but um, more of just not not regularly. Doing things like that. Like they weren't even in my mind to do. So um, I think it's, like you said, just being kind of open to the experience of a thing. It's funny because, um, you know, like making jewelry, I kind of mentioned that before. Like, um, that's one thing that I do um, kind of regularly. And it just started off as something that I was making as a gift for someone. You know, I think I think everything kind of follows your—I um, don't want to say personality, or I would say probably more tendencies and values. You know, things like that. Because um, then the other part of like something else I do, which is like um, baking. Is um, I didn't I didn't think that I would be doing anything like that either because that was just something that I did as a kid with my my grandparents and or my my grandfather and it wasn't anything like that It was just something fun occasionally like if I saw something it wasn't anything and I wasn't even great with it. Um, was something that kind of started again as something I was doing um, for someone else. So I think you know, just just that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. The I was going to mention the element of surprise thing, but. I really don't have much to add to that. <laughs> I just think
0: it's
1: um, yeah. definitely yeah. something. Yeah.
0: It's not like dealing with of situations thing. and people. Mm-hmm? No, it's just knowing, so dealing with situations and people is just knowing, you know, what advice to take, what advice not to take, you know, what to run with, what not to run with. It's not saying do everything to somebody No. Well, with listening, i not saying to do something that everybody tells you what to do or can see in you or, or likely to be or inspire you or influence you to be. You know, it's definitely not to do everything that people tell you. You know, do what you do for yourself, but just be open to other avenues of experience. Which is why we may be good at one thing, all of a sudden we do something else and some be like, damn, i was good at this. I don't know I'll be good at this. You no, know, because you never did it. But then when yeah. you do it, you, know, you find that you're good at that. you're Like, oh sure, I'm actually good at this. Which is why I say, you know, um, you never know what you're good at until you know what you're good at. Mm-hmm. You no, know, and it's basically also at the same time, not telling everybody to do everything different. Definitely not. But you know, this is why people have to know themselves. You have to know yourself to some degree. Yeah okay, I'll do this, I'm not doing that. You know, I'll do that, I'm not doing this. It's just having some kind of knowledge and wisdom of certain things in certain ways. When you know to do something or not to do something. When to consider something or not to consider something. And it's not something that you're actually going to become an expert at knowing. But you know, it's about deciphering the moment. You know, like I said, the coding what not who was speaking to you at that moment. And that in itself will inform itself of what to do with itself.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, definitely one of the, one other thing that comes to mind. Um, not to place great emphasis on it, I guess, um, in the, um, in the sense of, like, um, I'm not really sure how to say it, but I guess, um, because you mentioned, like, you know, basically, um, towards being fixed and stubborn. Um that's also something you know, of course of course anyone can can be that way, but um also too for those um I guess who are um, understanding of, of that type of thing, um, Leo and Aquarius are also fixed signs, so um, could probably resonate with that too, if if you're, you know, born under that that um, that influence, I guess. But um, you know, these things play out within uh, in different levels, I guess, depending on. Other things as well in the birth chart, but generally, yeah. And I feel like I could definitely, I definitely resonate with that because, um, I was actually reflecting on that earlier, um, like the fixed nature of, <laughs> of I guess, uh, some of the just influences, um, that I was born under, um. You know I have a very really uh really fixed way <laughs> generally, but um the funny thing is it's all about how you how you work with things and um you know, I feel like you kind of you touched on this this topic pretty fully, so I really don't have much else to say.
0: Just to say that about the zodiac thing, to touch upon that real quick is um, the zodiac signs are just another another way of saying or understanding that certain individuals are just fixed in specific
2: personalities
0: So zodiac signs, you have the stubborn one, you have the, the mutable one, you have the fixed one. You know, you have these different. I forgot what the fourth one is, but I think it's mutable, Sorry. fixed stubborn and
1: what
0: else? Is um, cardinal fixed and mutable? Yeah, cardinal, there you go. Cardinal fixed, mutable, and stubborn or whatever that That um thing fixed and stubborn is stubborn the something else. Um yeah, so that's basically just a personality trait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> something
0: which is fixed in its state to take you out of your fixed state or to possibly encourage you, influence you or inspire you to come or to conquer your your specific state. So, another way of looking at zodiac signs or understanding zodiac signs is just saying basically a fixed personality (laughs) or an arrived personality arrived with that specific personality for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. Somebody may be with a fixed personality or a stubborn personality or pitching you off on purpose in order for you to understand that all the times you got emotional, that now you do not become emotional anymore. And so you have a passive state to teach you what emotion feels like. And also you never know what you're coming across until you come across it. And then when you come across yourself and you project something out of yourself, which is different, now you have the option of your awareness to either embrace that new self, that new avatar yourself, or to get annoyed by it, aggravated by it, irritated by it, and remain with the stagnation. Of yourself, You're never known to you know right,
1: yeah uh-huh. it's, it's funny, um it's funny, you know, just reflecting on that personally because um someone who I guess well, I'll just say um, when I was younger. It was funny because, like, a couple things paralleled in this episode, you know, for me as far as dealing with um, my grandfather when I was younger. Um, You know, I used to do, you know, we were really close, so it was funny because we would do things and we would talk all the time, but it's just like because we lived together, so... um, he would say something and I disagree. We always butt heads, you know, always butt heads since I was a little kid. So, um, one thing that I remember we had, we were going back and forth and he was trying to tell me the strict, like cookie cutter way of doing something. And, um, you know, we're, we're both very, we both, could be very stubborn people so you know we saw things in our own way but um you know he would he said something I was like you know there's more than one way to be right because he would always try and tell me the right way to do something or this um specific only way and I'm like no this is you know I do it this way and it's right and it's fine so um I think it, like you said, it just, it kind of forces you into a point of um, development. It's it's like how we mentioned last episode on, um, you know, if there's no friction or if there's no, um, there's no opposition or challenge, there's no growth. So um, can't really mm-hmm. see if you're always in one state. Um, and then that just goes back to what you mentioned about drugs. <laughs> There's many ways to um tap in into different states, so, definitely that's all the
0: very thing and may seem like a stagnation of everything that may actually be your drug mm-hmm. Absolutely, another fun episode again mm-hmm. as usual unusually so you already know I guess until next time. Anytime. See you again. And until then, keep your vision. <laughs> One. There we
2: mm-hmm.